Welcome to the Leadership Playbook. My name is Emily Hawkins. How I used to introduce myself is, I have 15 years in supply chain, creating and leading teams, streamlining processes, managing millions of dollars. Except that's not what I do anymore. I'm a career and life coach. And I wanna take you on the journey of how to lead yourself, how to take your career to the next level, whatever that may be. I'm gonna give you tangible advice on exactly how to do what you want to do. Lead and love your life. Today, I wanna give you a little behind the scenes sneak peek into my Friday Q&A calls with my Market Me students. There was a question that was asked that, ooh, I think you will totally relate to, and I wanted to share it today. So without further ado, let's jump into that call. I love Brian's question. Everybody has this question, especially when they start the program. How many applications do I need to submit? And I love this question because there's no right answer here. There's no like seven, you know, or like 10, which would make life so much easier, right? Because let's say for a second that I did say 10, right? Well, does that mean 10 a week, 10 a day? Um, what exactly does that mean? And what it really means is if I said 10, 10 a week, well, what if you applied for anything, right? There's no specificity to that. And so you could go and apply for 10 jobs that have nothing to do with what you're doing. In fact, I've worked with people that are on unemployment and they do things similar to that just to stay on unemployment. Uh, just because they're like, I, the jobs that I really want haven't come up, but I have to apply to so many to stay on unemployment. Um, but those aren't the jobs they even want. There's no focus there. So I hesitate in giving you a, a hard and fast number. What I would rather do is talk about what job it is that you're looking for. Let's start with that. So what role in particular are you looking for? Yeah, this morning I just decided that I'm going to focus. I have like a real broad set of skills, but I'm going to focus on quality assurance analysts, which awesome. is in software. Mm -hmm. So I took a boot camp on that. And then that was, that was how I learned the skills for that. That is amazing. So the first focus that you need is on your resume and your LinkedIn profile. And in the course, you learn the resume piece and then how to translate that over to your LinkedIn profile. So let's talk about this for a second. You need a profile that has one to three titles in the headline. So the LinkedIn profile needs one to three titles in the headline. The first one would be quality assurance. I would put something in there uh, related to how that fixes things, right? So is that, you know, um, increasing productivity or something along those lines? And then another technical skill that you had that, that helps aid you in quality assurance. Okay. So just three, because if you put more than that, you're overwhelming people when they see okay. your face. So there's that. And why does this matter? Because everything is searchable. Everything is searchable. Now, when you look at the job descriptions, and here's what I recommend for job descriptions, look all over the country, look in Guam. It does not matter because quality assurance or when you get spe specific like that, 
if you find 10 different job descriptions on the internet anywhere, you're gonna see a theme. They're looking for similar qualities and similar technical skills. Why does this matter? Those need to exist on your resume and in your LinkedIn profile. So first and foremost, look at those soft and hard skills and make sure they're in the core competency section of your resume and in the bullet points on your resume. And whatever job you had, dishwasher, doesn't matter. You are gonna talk about quality assurance activities that you did that brought value to that organization. So every bullet needs to be cause and effect. Cause is task. We're all good at talking about tasks, but what really sets you apart in the market is the value that you bring. So you wanna make sure that you are talking about the value that you bring. So saving money, saving time, increasing revenue, uh, any of those types of things. And in quality assurance, whether you were doing it as a traditional task, meaning uh, it wasn't your job title, but it was a task that you were doing. Talk about that. A lot of us do things before we have the title, but we forget that we're allowed to talk about that on our resume. So your original question was, how many jobs do you apply for, right? The reason I went backwards was all of that matters. Because if you are spraying and praying, meaning you're putting out and you're not doing this, I know you're not, Brian, putting out a thousand resumes to a thousand different jobs with no strategy, then it's garbage in, garbage out, right? And you're not going to hear back. It's too broad. And I love that you said, I have broad skill sets and I decided to narrow it in. Love it. Love, love, love it. That is rule number one of this game is getting specific because the job market is a dumb animal. It does not know where you fit. It is your job to teach it where you fit and tell a story on that resume and LinkedIn profile as to where you fit. And I keep talking about both because about 85% of recruiters are also on LinkedIn. You want the right recruiters reaching out to you. So that's the other part of this. So now that you know quality assurance, I know Brian also said, I am laser focused on work from home I, I want to be 100% remote. Brian, can you tell us your reasoning behind this? And by the way, I'm asking you this because there are so many people on here that are just like you. So it's really, it's a great learning opportunity for all of us. So what's drawing you to 100% remote? I, I work 100% remote, by the way. So I'm like 100% team remote. <laughs> um, I think my first reason is because it's totally possible. There's no reason why an employer needs someone in the office to sit their butt in the chair, you know, cause that's kind of how most managers seem to run things. They just want your butt in the chair. They don't care. Um, if you don't have anything to do for the next two hours, they just want you there. Okay. So um, I work in healthcare and that right now they're really tightening down the screws like on everybody, because a lot of people just don't want to, uh, deal with all of the high expectations and demands that healthcare is putting on people. And so, um, and I actually don't work directly with patients, so I shouldn't really have to be there, but they don't want to let anybody work remote. It's just kind of ridiculous. So, um, I mean, unless somebody has a, an actual physical disability that they could use as an excuse. So um, in brief, it's just that um, I think it's 
totally possible to do to do remote, especially in quality assurance. I I've looked and I think most people in quality assurance and software are working remote right now. Well, and think about the beautiful gift that working remote gives you. Sarah in accounting, sorry, Sarah in accounting, is not coming to your desk and asking you questions, which is then interrupting your thought pattern and not getting you focused on the task. If I'm going to hire somebody in quality assurance, I would love for you to be in a room by yourself, you know, without any distractions. So yes, I completely agree with you on that. I've worked for organizations as well where they were all or nothing, you know, no one can work from home. Why? Because one guy, and you know, this is years ago before the pandemic, one guy totally abused it. And so nobody can, or to your point in healthcare, that doesn't make sense. You're not literally a doctor or a nurse. So it doesn't make sense to apply the same rules to everyone. Uh, I don't, I just, I think that that's, you need a different culture, right? You need a different environment, which I love. Um, I think it's funny. I I think this is a great point. My brother used to work for major league baseball. He doesn't anymore. Um, He was in statistics for them because he worked for major league baseball. He had to follow the players rules. So my brother was steroid tested at random periodically throughout his career there. And if you saw him, you would laugh hard. If he's doing steroids, they're not working. He's (laughs) very lean. He's a runner. It's just, it's hilarious. It's just funny when there are these blanket rules for organizations that really make no sense. Are you worried about your head of statistics doing steroids? Does that affect his performance at all? Is that giving him some sort of enhancement? Probably not. I think, I think we're okay. Maybe not testing him. Um, So I love that you said that. And the reason I'm mentioning that is I kind of want you to think about applying for a lot of different things in terms of it doesn't have to stay 100% remote. It can be something that you talk through once they see the value that you bring. So I don't want you cutting your nose to spite your face, looking for only 100% remote when there is a possibility of that once they get to know you. And in doing so, you also get more interview opportunities and every interview is a chance to polish those skills. So again, I have not answered your question, which is how often should you apply? Here's my next thing. On a weekly basis, it is rare that a company would put a job out. I'm going to just completely make up the scenario. On Monday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern, let's say, uh, Monday morning at Eastern time, a job is posted. Well, they're not going to take that job down by Wednesday. They're just not unless it's not a real job in the first place. And we all know this happens, right? Where they're really hiring internally. Um, So the reason I'm mentioning this is usually job postings stay up for anywhere between 14 and 28 days. That's typically the average span of a job posting, just staying up on the internet. Pick your site, doesn't matter which one. It's around 14 to 28 days. The reason I'm mentioning this is, is if you spent one day a week applying and going through all of those, you actually cover everything that's possible for that week. Because it really doesn't matter if you're the first person to apply or the last person to apply. The system, ATS, is looking at the resume and saying, do these skills fit? Yes or no. And it doesn't matter what order you come in. So 
I know you're working full time. That's the other reason I'm telling you this is maybe Saturday mornings. Look at those job alerts that you have set up on your LinkedIn profile. Highly recommend that, by the way. And go apply. Go out on Indeed and apply. Go to Glassdoor and apply. Go to Monster and apply. Um, I also want to say that most people are posting in all of those places. So you're probably going to see the same jobs, but it's always nice to look in all those places. But if you make this a task that you do once a week, it's a lot less daunting. Now, for those who are unemployed, sure, make this your full-time job. Look every day. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. I know that you can relate to Brian. I know that you've probably felt this before, and I truly hope this episode was meaningful to you. Now, we went deeper. I went and spent a lot more time with him. We went really deep on a couple other things, but you know, you just got to join Market Me to, to hear the rest of that. So I'm just going to leave you hanging with that. But I want you to know today that there is no number, right? So I hope that takes a little bit of pressure off, clarifies, and potentially streamlines your job search. If you're ready to join Market Me, which I would love to have you in, I want you to go to the show notes, click on the waitlist, join that waitlist, and you will be notified when we open the doors again. Did you love what you heard today and you want more? Sign up for my weekly email in the show notes. It's packed with tips and tricks to lead and love your life. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram by typing in Emily Hawkins, the number four, the letter U. I'll see you here next week.